the best Jake Lloyd movie that doesn't feature Jar Jar Binks. We're talking Jingle All the Way on today's... We wish you a merry kid flicks. We wish you a merry kid flicks. We wish you a merry kid flicks. Did you hear that we're on Spotify? Oh, 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 and we're not affiliated with Netflix. What part of the song is this? <laughs> Welcome to Kid Flicks, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and do a shitty impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger at the talent show. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, this is part, uh, this is week two, I believe, of Mary Kid Flicks, which is uh, where we are looking at uh, kids' media uh, that deals with the wonderful holidays that we're experiencing right now. So uh, to help me today, is uh, my guest. He is the host of the podcast about something. It's Calvin. How are you, Calvin? I'm good. Happy holidays, Ross. I'm glad to be here uh, discussing this great uh, Anakin Skywalker film. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like I, I, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and I was watching it this week, and like four seconds into the movie, I go, holy shit, it's Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I... it. It threw me off guard because, I mean, I feel like I usually am able to spot child actors. And I was just like, who is that guy? And it's, yeah, it's Jake Lloyd. He has some moments where he he really, like, you can really see Anakin in his face. Because this was before Phantom Menace. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so he grew, he grew in Anakin a little bit. Yeah, and, and when uh, the, For uh, not the Force Awakens, what's it called? Phantom Menace came Phantom out. Menace. Yeah, like so many people must have been oh the kid from jingle all the way okay that's i guess right. so <laughs> is uh, arnold but... in this too i'm <laughs> yoda i thought that we would wait longer to get a bad impression but of course i'm not gonna do not one so i'm glad you did it yeah and i'm hopefully not gonna do it again <laughs> uh so so yeah uh, as we said uh today we are talking about uh, Jingle All the Way. So uh, tell me a little bit about uh, why you picked this movie. Uh, this was this was one of my favorites when I was a kid, um, right up there with like the Santa Claus. And so every Christmas we would watch, you know, the Santa Claus, Jingle All the Way, The Grinch, Rudolph. So this was always right in that rotation. And it's, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to be funny. It's got Sinbad, who was on incredible run of kids movies at the time. Um, so he, you know, he Wait, would which really, other, which other movies was he doing? He was in first kid. Oh yes. He was in good burger. He was in house guest. Those are the ones I can run off the top of my head <laughs> and this. Um, so yeah, he was the on like four. this run of kids movies. Yeah. <laughs> so Sinbad was really cool in Northern Florida in the <laughs> mid nineties. Uh, so, you know, that really brought me to it and it, it, to me, it's a fun movie to revisit now as an adult because, like, as a as a film, it's not a good movie, but it's endlessly enjoyable to watch. And I'm a parent now, so like watching the struggle for a, the the uh, the perfect toy is kind of cool to watch now, seeing it from like the parents' perspective instead of from the kids' perspective. Because like as a kid, you're like, yeah, that I better fucking get that present. I want that action figure. But as a parent, you're just like. Just get him something else and get it for him in three days. He'll be fine. Did did you kind of have any kind of Turbo Man style toy that you needed or you remember being really adamant about as a kid? 
No, the closest thing was uh, like the Buzz Lightyear when Toy Story came out. Yes. Because uh, that Buzz Lightyear was a really sweet toy. Um, but I didn't, I wanted all of the toys. Like I wanted every action figure. If it was Batman, Spider-Man, Ninja Turtles, I wanted it. It didn't matter what they were doing or what kind of crazy costume they were in. I had buckets and buckets full of all kinds of uh, <laughs> Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, like I said, Spider-Man, everything. Um, so I just, it, any, you'd go down the, the action figure aisle. I wanted every single one of them. So it wasn't, there wasn't one particular toy. It was more every, every action figure. Get it to me. Yeah, I did yeah. want a Turbo Man, and, and I'm upset that they didn't put that many Turbo Men out. I read on IMDb while watching this, they only made 200000 Um and now they sell on eBay for $300. So, Which I guess like they were trying to reinforce the point of the movie? Um, so the creator got a lot of flack for like, oh, you basically just made a movie to sell a toy. And they were like, well, we only made 200,000 of the toys. Cause we didn't actually think that many people would like identify with this movie and care. Um, <laughs> so, so it just, is yeah. Bad. Right. They were, um, they said they were trying to, to mimic the craze over cabbage patch dolls, I guess in the eighties. And then it happened to release at the uh, in a coincidental time when Tickle Me Elmo released at the same time. So it kind of mirrored the Tickle Me Elmo craze in 1996. Yeah. And, and you also mentioned Buzz Lightyear. And apparently that was also like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he signed on to do this movie. He that was his big experience was that he no one could get a Buzz Lightyear doll. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I never had a Buzz Lightyear. I have one now for my kids. They have a Buzz Lightyear. So but it's really it you have it. <laughs> exactly yeah I'll, I'll play with it more than they do sorry kid. i sneak it into my room sometimes <laughs> just admire it yeah it's at least for me i can't think of any specific uh toy uh that i had i mentioned so we just uh recorded an episode of your podcast a podcast about something and we check discussed yeah definitely check it out we did a plug marathon on your podcast yes it's uh episode 40 podcast about christmas movies so go check that out yeah and so yeah so we talked about different christmas movies and for my family we my brother and i we were never really big like specific toy kids like i can't really think mm -hmm. of a lot of like i need to spe actually there uh, <laughs> i remember i did get it one year i don't know if it was even for uh hanukkah but um my mom got me a blue man group piano it was like a little nice. it was like this a little electronic keyboard uh granted i do not i did not and still do not know how to play the did it piano. come with a tobias funke <laughs> i wish finally <laughs> your kids can blue themselves um, <laughs> and and it was just like i mainly got it because they did this thing where you could wave your hand in front of a tube and it would make a stupid like drum kit sound effect oh yeah so yeah. my mom paid definitely i i don't want to look up how much it was because i'm ashamed at probably how much she spent on a thing that i didn't you don't want to do that to your mom no um <laughs> so like that was, but my brother and i we were very much just like oh like we'll get like cool books and uh educational games and toys because you yeah, know we're i guess cool. those can be fun too eh, don't humor me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It can be fun, but have you ever had the full Megazord from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? <laughs> uh, no, but we did have uh, several. I had a weird mini bowling game where, like, you, you it was like a pendulum with a with bowling pins. So I Interesting. guess. Interesting. Actually, I remember the worst Hanukkah present I ever got was um, my parents got me a saxophone, like not a real saxophone. It was like a toy saxophone, and you would hit different buttons and it would make a little different um saxophone riffs 
and it was fun for, you know, an hour. And then there were so many nights that I remember trying to fall asleep and it would, it would like slightly fall or whatever, or just out uh-huh. of unprompted, it would just in the middle of the night, just play like a saxophone riff. Like I would be asleep and it would go. Those weren't accidents. Your house was haunted. Mm. There was a ghost playing a saxophone in oh. the middle of the night. There's a ghost in this townhouse. We have to go. <laughs> he just wants to play the saxophone at night <laughs> but but yeah and and we talked about it on your podcast as well but there's not i don't think there's really a big uh toy specific like needing toy and like you would know a little bit more because you are a father but it's just like in the age of the internet and where everything is in such abundant supply regardless of the demand mm-hmm. Well, and you're being nice by saying that I would know about the toys because I'm a father, but really I know about the toys because I want to buy them myself. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, there's nothing, there, there's no like one toy anymore. It's there's now it's all like collect them all type things. And I think Pokemon price started that like now it's everything that comes out. There has to be a whole collection around it. Yeah. And so like once you get one, you have to buy 30 or whatever the fuck Funkos are. Yeah. A lot of Funkos out there. Um, my, older daughter she just got into uh lol surprise dolls which are like yeah that name if if you're on reddit and follow the r fellow kids everything in there falls under that category (laughs) of just like hey we're cool check us out but they're just like these little balls that you unwrap and then you pick out like a little headband and then you unwrap it a little more and there's a little necklace and you unwrap it more and finally you get to like the actual little toy doll and there's like a thousand of them already and she wants every single one but you can't buy every single one because they're hidden and they're surprises so you just have to keep buying them until you get them all and that's evil (laughs) yes oh oh they definitely the toy companies have figured it out i'm on sinbad's side sinbad has a a toy company conspiracy and jingle all the way i'm starting to think he's not too crazy yeah that was the one thing in this movie where i was like yeah this checks out like that I, I will not hide my feelings. This movie was insanity. I paid absolute I insanity. paid to watch it because it, it's I didn't realize how I thought it was like this beloved movie. And then I looked no. up. Yeah. Then I looked up reviews. I, I I just got feelers out and I was like, oh, this is the movie that everybody's like, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is insane in it. This is the one where he's like, <laughs> get away from my cookies. He literally tries to kill a couple people in this movie. Yeah, and he as as just like a normal person, like Conan the Barbarian, he tries to kill a lot of people. Uh, Predator, he tries to kill people, but like this, he's just supposed to be a dad and tries to kill people. It's a little strange. Well, this is the part in Arnold Schwarzenegger's career where they were like, "We want you to be a, the the regular leading man. Like, we don't want you to be wacky." And then out of nowhere, well, he I just saw on IMDb, to be crazy. he wanted to do it. Like on this movie, like because he had done um twins and junior already at this point which twins he was twins with dane devito i want to say yeah and then junior Some, he was somebody pregnant. really short yeah, right and then junior he was pregnant so he he had done these things where he was like the straight man but he was also there was also something crazy going on this was just like you're a dad so he wanted to do something that was just i'm i'm a normal character you know what frustrated me N- there's no mention about like he's He's like a very successful salesman at a mattress company. And like, there's no, I'm very curious where, how they met and like, 
why yeah. the kid has no accent because usually in like a marriage where it's like oh the one the one person is bilingual the kid would pick up a little yeah, bit yeah like i didn't expect jake lloyd to be like oh i'm disappointed or whatever i don't know <laughs> but i think jake lloyd should have done an accent <laughs> uh, maybe where's your range jake lloyd uh well this is this is why he quit movies <laughs> yes yeah, so, like i'm trying to think of how to start talking about this movie i think the most um the simplest way is to just kind of walk us through it, just kind of walk through it slowly. Well, so I have a problem. Yeah. I took a lot of notes on this, and it, they were mostly in the beginning. I, I have a problem with where this movie opens up. So it opens up, well, not open, but where Arnold's part opens up, I guess. It opens with uh, the kids watching the Turbo Man TV show and kind of acting it out as it goes. Yeah, and it looks and then, like a terrible show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they said they wanted it to be like a spoof on Power Rangers, basically. Oh yeah, Which, that, that, fuck you guys. Power Rangers is awesome. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> it, it does not. It does not hold up at all. I've been watching it lately, and it's like it's not a good show. But hey, when I was eight years old, it was fantastic. Um. So anyway, so it then you go. He wants to go to his karate tournament. He wants to make sure his dad's there because he's like this almost absentee father because he's too serious about his mattress store job. He's like, yes, you are. You are my best customer. <laughs> you're my number one customer and he says that to his wife and he's like no honey i didn't uh, i just wrote we're doing like an impression of Gru from despicable me <laughs> <laughs> which i that might be better yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah it, it goes to like it flashes to him at his office clearly not going to make it in time but so they're having a christmas party at the this furniture i guess it was a furniture store it looked more like just a regular office because there was no furniture anywhere um, and, a very and then Christmas party. Yeah, they're popping champagne and everybody's all over the place. People are Xerox and things. Who knows what's going on? And then he's in his office just by himself making sales calls Christmas Eve night or I guess uh, December 23rd Festivus night. <laughs> um, so he's at like I, di I didn't get why they didn't pick a lane. Like either he's at the Christmas party and he's having too much fun. So he doesn't leave on time or he works too much and he doesn't leave on time. Like, why do you have to have both things going on? Who has a Christmas party the day before Christmas? Nobody. Your office Christmas party is like the 15th of December. And it's also like a lunchtime thing. So everybody can make yeah. it. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't like I didn't get that. Having worked in offices, I'm just like, uh, why, why is this all going? They, they're already throwing too much into the movie five <laughs> minutes in. I work from home. So my entire life is a Christmas party. I work from home, too. And it's it's been a major uh like just stress reliever if, if you have the opportunity to work from home please do it <laughs> i'm i'm actually already over it <laughs> yeah and so uh who knows who knows whose path you want to go down but uh whatever <laughs> i enjoy yeah. it but maybe i haven't been doing it that long so maybe that's why Not, I, wait, I still enjoy I. it <laughs> this is weird okay um, <laughs> yeah and uh, nothing to do with jingle yeah like one of the first uh notes that i wrote in this is like oh this is just gonna be a dad's too busy for family movie where he has to learn to juggle work and family more but then he never goes back to work no well the rest of the movie i didn't realize but it all takes place in it all takes place in one day and what a day he has <laughs> it is the longest christmas and it's in minnesota so like the days are only like it, you only get six hours of daylight on Christmas in Minnesota. Like there's no way they've crammed all this into one day. No, they got a reindeer there. Like there's they go to a parade. There's like this weird underground down. Santa's. Yeah, there's a secret society of illegal Santas. Um, 
like and then he just pushes people down there's like a there's crazy mobs at the mall of america yeah it, it it's it's insane there's no other way to put it than it's just an, an insane movie and the insanity keeps one-upping itself but not in a way that's fun we to haven't even watch. gotten a sin <laughs> i i enjoyed watching uh, it. okay <laughs> there's several notes where i'm just like I'll, I'll read you i have a lot of notes where i'm like uh what a miserable movie this is <laughs> supposedly arnold was paid 20 million dollars for this fucking movie oh my god there's a half hour left fuck me <laughs> so i i at about the half hour mark i might have dozed off for a few minutes um <laughs> it was in between when the reindeer attacks him and he turns into turbo man oh that's like near the so end spo- i think yeah, I made it a long time before I dozed off. Uh, but spoiler alert for this movie. Like, we're going to be spoiling shit out of this movie from 1996. Which, like, I don't know why you're listening to it. If you care. <laughs> if you haven't already or seen it. Or if you it. give a shit. Um, <laughs> this is not a spoiler-free review. Um, <laughs> so they... And then he he finally gets to the school where they're doing this karate tournament. Karate is super cool in the 90s, by the way. I don't know how that... Did you do karate? I took two free classes, and then I was like, I don't want to do this shit. Karate is not as cool as it is on TV. So my dad did karate when I was a kid and he would constantly drag us to his karate classes. So like we'd have to sit and find something to play in this room with nothing to do. Um, So that kind of soured me on karate. Also, uh, Jake Lloyd is a little boy and he like really destroys a wooden box that he karate chops. (laughs) Yeah, he he takes care of that wood. He got his uh, purple belt. Blue belt. I don't know. I, yeah, I, don't I, know I never the understood rankings. the order no. of. So yeah, how does that work? I I took a note on that. So like, purple's one away from green, but three away from black, and he's already got yellow and blue. Like, how did? What? It's it's not the rainbow. Like they're completely out of order to be a rainbow. Yeah, also, what are we doing here, karate classes? Also, Arnold said that he went to the last karate class thing. So it's like, okay, it's right before the holidays. Also, what? What karate class is scheduling like the class demonstration and bi- and belt ceremony on Christmas Eve? Well, it's the day before Christmas Eve. Oh, I... but yeah, it's oh, like oh. seven o'clock the day before Christmas yeah. Eve because that because that's the night before when he won't leave work, and then the, all the action takes place on Christmas Eve. I yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> what if that's but what still, I had the that, that's with, a like, little okay. Late. Never mind. I really like this movie. <laughs> oh great yeah it's a great movie now um yeah but i agree like that's still even late and like what why did they let him in the school because like the karate tournament is well over and now he's still able to run into the school even though there's nobody still there i didn't make it (laughs) no shit you're like three hours late um i you couldn't look at a clock and realize it was over i also think we need to talk about ted Ted, yes, Ted, we gotta Ted. get into. Did you notice before we get to Ted? Did you notice Arnold's uh, MacBook that he was working on in his office? No. Oh, he's got it's it's got the Apple logo on it, and it's like the old colorful Apple logo, and it's like probably got like a eight inch screen, and the keyboard's probably only eight inches wide too, and he's just like hammering on it with his giant banana hands. You're my number one customer, and also, and also the document is so confusing. <laughs> for like a mat to be like oh this guy bought a bunch of mattresses like you think it would be an <laughs> yeah. easier form than like this crazy like ms dos uh application type thing 
No. So we've bought for our house, we bought like furniture on credit from some of these furniture stores. They still use these MS-DOS programs oh. in 2018. Like we go and I'll, I'll watch them because I have a problem where I watch people do things on their computers because it's interesting to me. And I know that's like, I shouldn't do that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so like I, I'll watch them and like, I see them going through this MS-DOS program. Like what the hell is going They got like this nice flat screen windows 10 computer. And then they log into their special sales program and it's running on MS-DOS. I'm like, and what's special going sales on program? Here? It's just like, they, they like bought a weird subscription to an Excel competitor and they're just stuck with it. <laughs> yeah. They bought it 30 years ago, coincidentally. <laughs> and the, just decided never they to saw change. jingle all the way and they're like that's a good program <laughs> that looks good but yeah, so, so jingle the technology and jingle all the way holds up definitely uh yeah so t- so ted is uh arnold schwarzenegger's next door neighbor uh yeah the the town uh single dad hottie handyman yeah, he apparently. is the gigolo of the town and he's trying to fuck everybody's mom well no 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 he's only trying to fuck Anakin's mom. I forgot the kid's name. I'm just going to call him Anakin throughout the rest of the... He was so flirty to the other moms. The other moms were flirting with him, I think. Oh, yeah, because he says... Like, they all... He says, Arnold, like, I could could have any woman, but I want your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't I a good person? (laughs) I just thought, like, Phil Hartman was a weird choice to be, like, this neighborhood handyman... Uh, like also may or may not be sticking it to all the single moms. Well, because at first his character was just like, oh, like yeah, because really like, at first I was like, oh, he's just like very helpful, and Arnold is projecting. But then it just becomes, oh, it's true that he is like a weird he's... guy. Also, it's very sad that this was, yeah. or maybe she's like the only one he hasn't gotten yet. He's got oh, all the other true. ones, so now he's he's focused on. But her. it's very sad. This is the this was the last movie that phil hartman saw released of his before his death and oh it was how I didn't know that. shitty is it it's rough yeah way to i mean phil. at least he got to see like season three of news radio so it's not all bad <laughs> but boy oh boy to read like i could have seen like al from home improvement or somebody like that being like because he doesn't he doesn't i guess i have more of a problem with being like the handyman and like being able to fix things yeah because he I could see him being like funny and mom's liking him for like being funny and nice, but like I don't see him like going to fix the porch light as uh or maybe they're all just euphemisms. Yeah, also I feel I don't know, it's just like he he is a weird guy and like I I don't understand why everybody is obsessed with him. Like he can't be this perfect guy. Like that just doesn't really make sense well, to me. These other women all have to be most of them have to be married. Oh right? yes. And they're just openly flirting with the the neighborhood. Well, I mean, you can look, but don't touch. <laughs> and he's he's great at baking cookies and, and wives. yeah, it's <laughs> fucking wives. Yeah, and but apparently renting reindeer. Well, I mean, like who gets it's a reindeer? For the holidays, come on. <laughs> well, and he's like they're very docile creatures, which I'm pretty sure they're not. Like I'm pretty sure reindeer are super aggressive and like places where there are reindeer they have to put out all kinds of notices for kids not to go try and play with them because they think they're <laughs> like santa's reindeer so let's go play with them that's amazing and he's like oh no they're docile i don't know why they don't like you i also like i'm not a dumb person but for a lot of my life i didn't think that reindeer were real right yeah i'm the same way like reindeer are a myth in the vein yeah. of santa like if Santa doesn't exist, then reindeer. Well, it's kind of like how it. like uh, horses are real, but unicorns are not. I I thought it was like a deer reindeer type thing, 
with that. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. But they don't fly in real life. What? So, I mean, that's <laughs> I guess that's the myth part of it. Um, and then if we're talking about characters, uh, it's been we've been talking for uh, nearly 25 minutes and we have not brought up uh, Sinbad's character. Oh, this is the moment I've been Sinbad, waiting for. Sinbad's awesome. It, I don't understand. Like, he is such a dick in a way that is not fun. It's not like a friendly competition between, like, Arnold and Sinbad. It is just, like, two dads angry at each other. And, like, we don't know anything about Sinbad's character. We know two... We, well... He does. I mean, he has a few. Like he tells the story when they're in the diner and he's drinking his whiskey or whatever. Um, like he in in between when they don't know that there's a toy available. Every time he sees Arnold Schwarzenegger, he like he's trying to be nice. And then as soon as they hear, oh shit, there's a toy, they just start beating. Yeah. The and it's like one of the big, other. which is why Frank Costanza invented festivals. Like, by the way, it's a big critique of the movie that it's like the satire of like oh like everybody's obsessed with toys and stuff and they forget about family and like i guess that's part of it but it's just like they didn't go hard enough in either direction so it just feels weird because also he has a legit bomb at one point yeah like he's going to federal prison but he got his turbo man doll at the end oh i thought he Um, he didn't have to go to jail because sam uh, jake lloyd was like yeah here you can have this toy and he smiles and in my head i was like no, he just got the toy. He just got the toy. He still was going. Yeah, to I prison. mean, technically, he didn't detonate the bomb. It was the bomb squad guy that blew up. That's true. Like bomb squad guy was kind of a dick. They only have one cop in in all of Minneapolis, apparently, who's just everywhere, and happened to used to be on the bomb squad, and uh, he just completely misreads the situation. But even I think like calling in a bomb threat is a a federal crime at, at some point i believe too and he did it twice and one time he was lying so he was just inciting fear exactly and martin and poor martin mole with his ponytail <laughs> he was like no i said you'd get it eventually and i'm like okay yeah what a dick move yeah. by the radio station which radio stations i guess are kind of um notorious for doing that i read a story a few weeks ago that uh Somebody won a Toyota through a radio contest, and it was a toy Yoda. That's a little funny. Okay, like a Yoda. It's funny, but like if you're a person who needs a car and thought you just won a car, it's not funny. Yeah, but you know what? Like that's funny in the planning stages, and then you realize you just like kind of shit on someone. So if life. you guys want to win a Toyota, I'm giving one away. <laughs> Yeah, we're giving away a Toyota only on this episode. So make sure you listen to the end to figure oh. out the information of how to get that yes. information to me. Um, uh, there's a, like it's also uh, it's very funny and blatantly obvious uh, when you read the Wikipedia because it says that Sinbad improvised most of his lines. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. this checks out. Like he makes a weird Rodney King joke uh, in the mall. And uh, yeah. and I was just like, yeah. oh god, this is a very specific time movie, and also fuck that joke. And so, shouldn't he have been delivering mail at some point during the day? Uh, well, he was throwing mail at people. He he committed a lot of federal crimes. <laughs> yeah, he's going away for a long time. It's a good thing he got the Turbo Man <laughs> in the end to give his kids, so like he'll have this last happy memory of his dad because he's gonna be in federal prison for twenty. Yeah, also, years. um, uh, Jake Lloyd's character's name is Jamie. I thought that's what it was, but I didn't want to screw it up, so I figured I'd just yeah, go. With I, the I think that's a very fair assessment. Also, um, 
uh, uh, John uh, Jim Belushi is in this as Santa. Jim Belushi is the Santa. Yes. So should we talk about the Santa yes. cartel? So it's like a like an underground society where it's like all the mall Santas are interconnected and they just kind of like scam people. Yeah. Do they? Uh, so that's when that was my question. Was it was it actually scamming people or did they actually kind of like steal these toys from whatever mall they were working in and bring them there to? I guess at that point they would have scammed them because they would have had a huge yeah it's got to be a little bit of both um yeah because the the turbo man he ends up giving him is like a spanish-speaking one that's completely broken um but to me if i'm arnold like if you forget that it was broken and you get the spanish-speaking one i'd be okay with that i'd take that home i'd wrap it i'd be like oh shit santa made a mistake we'll call him we'll get you a new one in here like that that's as close as you're gonna get at this point yeah and like just blame santa like i I would take the spanish-speaking one the fact that it would be a spanish-speaking toy i feel like i mean jim belushi has a good point that it's like oh he he would be learning a language that's educational but also all of those toys the batteries run out so fast so it's like yeah you just wait for the battery to run out and then they're like yeah you you can use your magic like well you are turbo man so you talk instead of he does right that's the more fun way to play anyways. I think so. And then you could do your cool voices. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I never really had the talking action figures. I might have had a few, but like I, I like to make up my own stories. I would make up very elaborate stories. I don't think I ever figures. had one. I can't think. Like I had stuffed animals, but it, I mean, it would always be my imagination was the choo-choo train that kept the fun going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at you now. Now I talk to strangers on the internet about movies that I didn't like. Uh, um, <laughs> I, and in general, like Turbo Man just sucks. Like the name is bad. I don't understand what his powers are. Yeah. Like he's, did you ever see Mystery Men? No, that, oh, oh. I know what you're talking about, but I, I did not see it. No. So they have this kind of generic superhero in there too. That's like, he, I guess he's super strong, but like, he's also like, he's just like, his name's Captain Amazing and he can basically do anything that the plot needs. So I think that's what Turbo Man, he's got his jetpack. He's got the uh, Turbo Rang, which is a terrible name for a, <laughs> a weapon. Um, and then he's got like the, everything's turbo, like he's like Batman. So everything has to be turbo discs, turbo Rang, turbo jetpack, like. I don't know. Yeah, he's not a very good uh, superhero. He's very bland. And it's very weird and annoying seeing all these like families and adults being like, hey, we all know what Turbo Man is. Yeah, it, like this kid was like way too old to be excited, like that excited to go to the parade. Too. Oh, like well, nobody that, wants to go to a fucking parade. That reminds me, my favorite part in this entire movie is uh, Jake Lloyd and his friend, who is Ted's son. They both see the cat in the hat they wave to him then there's a weird yeah. close-up of the cat in the hat and then they both say awesome and then they high five which like kids, wizard how old are these goddamn kids that they were so excited and high five because they saw a guy dressed as the cat in the hat so he's anakin is 11 in the phantom menace so you got to think jake lloyd's probably around 11 or 12 in the phantom menace so he's in this it's a couple years before so it's he's nine or ten years old yeah that's yeah that's too, that's too old. too old to be getting excited like i can see getting excited for turbo man but cat in the hat no way especially because like 
this parade went all out on the Turbo Man costume. They had a working jetpack. He had the working Turbo Ring. The Turbo did like he had all of Turbo Man's powers. Which usually, anything that I've ever been to with my kids, where they have like the knockoff character, like it's not. Well, we're at Disney World, obviously, you get the real characters. But, like, sometimes we'll go to uh, Sky Zone, which is, like, the big trampoline park, and they'll have Mickey and Minnie there. And it's, like, the goofiest fucking Mickey and Minnie costume you've ever seen in your life. Like, Mickey looks like he was on a three-day cocaine bender before he showed up. (laughs) Well, also, Uh, I don't know how they got the nice Turbo Man suit. That brings up a great point, because this is not, like, a Macy's parade or, like, an L.A. parade. This is for the St. Paul area. And I did read that they do have like a big parade every year, but it's not like it's it's not on this level, but it so. is like this big thing. Right. Yeah. Like Philadelphia, uh, we have a weirdly big Thanksgiving Day parade. Like it's mm-hmm. it's the same time as Macy's and it's just in Philadelphia and it's like broadcast on the local ABC station. It's this weird, huge thing. And even that like it's Turbo Man there. Unfortunately, he did not make an appearance. Because uh, we all would throw batteries at him. Um, hashtag Mary Kid. No, you throw you throw the batteries at Booster. Oh, oh, Booster can fucking lick a butt. We got to talk about Booster, but we'll we'll finish on parades first. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it's just like that parade. Even if it's so big, it's like it's all just like, marching bands and local schools dancing to pop songs, right. and maybe somebody that they could fly down from New York. But like, we have. Um... In, in where I live in Fort Myers, it's where Thomas Edison made his home at one point in his life. Huh. So we have like the Edison Parade of Lights um, sometime in the summer. I've never actually gone to it, but it's just like a, it's a nighttime parade. So everything's lit up and things like that. But like there's no like fucking Iron Man doesn't show up at it. Robert Downey Jr. is not making an appearance. And if it was Iron Man, it would it would be terrible. But I'm it, sure. it would be like the Iron Man costume I can go to Target and buy. Yeah, it would be like the Iron Man onesie with the, the hoodie on it. <laughs> yeah and and uh and booster sucks like well booster is terrible like when they did the fake out like oh here's an episode of turbo man that booster costume is disgusting it is so scary and like the uh, brain man costume is gross the dementor dementor thank you which i was like oh in the age of harry potter which existed during this movie that doesn't no harry potter would have come out after I thought Harry Potter started in like Harry 96, Potter, 95. 97. Ah, was, damn. It was a big Harry Potter fan, so I can, I, I know. Um, <laughs> I'm so and, sorry to everybody out there. Yeah, yeah, you're going to get some hate mail for not knowing exact <laughs> the exact day that Harry Potter came out. No, it was uh, 97 was in the UK and 98 in US. Okay. So she stole Dementors, obviously, from Jingle All the Way. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> but yeah, it, and like that's just a general problem that I have with a lot of these movies when it's like, they're trying to be so clearly like, oh, this is this kind of superhero or this brand, but we can't outright say it. Right. But it's like in that way, it's like, why not go even further away from it? You know, and like Turbo Man, just the name Turbo Man is so bad. And like, maybe that's part of the point or whatever. It's but It's like, Turbo Time. <laughs> like, I can't tell what is intentional and what is supposed to be ironic in this movie. Yeah, if, if that's supposed to be like satire or something. It's terrible satire. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Um, it's not good. And then also, the you mentioned it, uh, there's like a jetpack sequence because Turbo Man has a jetpack. And it is with the best cgi i've ever yeah, seen in my life it's like it's like that thing where they must have gotten arnold to like sit on a stool that was covered in like green paint 
And then he was just like, whoa. And they did that for like five minutes. <laughs> and they just spun him in the circle. And yeah, it was, it wasn't pretty. Uh, 96 wasn't a great year for CGI. No, <laughs> not until like uh, last year. It was a good year. <laughs> Transformers 5 really hit the nail on the head with their CGI. Pirates of the Caribbean 6, like they're, they're in there. It's like the Kraken is really there. Um, it's also insane that Rita Wilson, who pay, plays uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife, didn't recognize him as Turbo Man. Like, yeah, nobody. Like, he's the only guy in town. Like, trust me, there aren't that many Austrian people in Minneapolis. I, I have lived in Wisconsin. There aren't people speaking in the, the that thick of accents anywhere. Well, around. Maybe, maybe it's because he had that voice changer that didn't affect his voice oh, at all. Be. It just made it louder. <laughs> like that's And then he like calls the kid out by name. Like if if I'm his mom and uh, I don't realize that that's my husband up there, I I, sh- I would be a little worried that he's calling my kid out by name. Like, why the fuck does Turbo Man know my kid's name? Yeah, because like this scene, the whole sequence of like Jamie nearly dying because Sinbad is will do anything to get this fucking toy. Oh yeah, he's definitely going to have some uh, therapy in his future. Yeah, but it's like they could have played that scene in just like Rita Wilson is just like, wait, my husband is Turbo Man right now? And then, you know, the whole thing, it's like, Jamie, come on up here and it's a sweet moment. And then Rita Wilson gets scared because like, oh my god, my husband is going to die and so is my son and like, so is my kid. And they're trapped in this thing, but instead it's, it's this She's just like, wow, the actor that played Turbo Man. Thanks a lot. It, it, it's so weird. She, so I wrote the one quote I wrote down from this movie is when she says uh, to Turbo Man. Uh, and at this point, she does not know that it's her husband. She says, thank you, sir. I don't think you know how much he means to me. Talking about their son. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's your kid. I figured you would like him a lot any adult would kind of understand like it's not like your dog like i don't i don't know there's not even a an analogy for it like yes your kid means everything to you obviously and i'm not if i'm an actor don't understand it (laughs) if i'm an actor i'm not gonna let some other kid die like even if it wasn't arnold schwarzenegger's son like he wouldn't let a different kid die either hopefully like, that kid almost died. The, the parade should be paying some serious reparations to this family. Yeah, next year the parade is just going to be, like, one guy with a trombone. It's just boosted. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody throws stuff at him. I had a, yeah, I had a couple more things on, like, his journey to, to get uh, the doll, yeah, sure, as they sure. keep calling it. Um, they, they had, uh, when they're in the Mall of America, they're at the toy store because they have a few left. They have this bouncy ball system of, if you get a bouncy ball... You get a toy, basically. So they're way ahead of their Which time on that. Of like, sense. The, I, I I thought they were ahead of their time of people lining up outside Best Buy for six days, uh, and then you give them like a little ticket, and if you got a ticket, you get the doorbuster thing. And like, I got to give the minimum wage employees handing out the the bouncy balls a lot of credit because they lasted a long time actually holding on to those <laughs> buckets as people bum rushed them before they just chucked it in the air and said, "All right." You guys figure and this out. Mani- I, I don't get paid enough for this. And then the manager is like, "And it's going to be the, uh, it's going to be more expensive." And everybody's like, "Oh, come on!" It's like, "Yeah, it's a in-demand doll. Of course it is." Yeah, but does does the like store manager really have pricing approval to just raise a price by two hundred percent? Sure. Without a yeah, okay. 
I never worked retail, so I don't know. I, I didn't either, but it's like, eh, if a customer didn't notice, maybe I would give them wrong tra- change. Yeah, I can see it that. was Whole Foods. They could afford it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we talked about Sinbad. We talked about the radio station not having an actual action figure there. Uh, like, that's a dick move by the, the radio station. 100%. Um, but Arnold, he takes the gift certificate still. Like, he gives him a gift certificate. He takes that. So he he's going to get another Turbo Man at some point, which is good because they give his away. Um did you think it was fair that he tried to steal Ted's Turbo Man? I mean, to I thought it was. I, I thought it was. Fair. I thought it was kind of fair, but then it was also he is trying to steal his wife. Yeah, but then also he had a whole thing where he was like, "Oh, I'm, this is taking it from a kid, and it would affect more than just Ted." And then he goes to put it back. Right. Yeah, I think he came to the correct realization. But like, I I get your thinking in that point. Like, this guy's a douche. He's trying to bang my wife. I, I got to get some some paper. When Ted here. says at the very beginning of the movie, like, yeah, I got him a Turbo Man months ago. I was like, oh, Arnold's just going to go next door and take it at the beginning. <laughs> like, that would be the easy solution right away. And they have to be like, oh, we're going to have the echo in uh, the echoing of that line in his head. So the audience remembers. And it's like, fucking. Like, <laughs> the movie's only an hour and 29 minutes long. We, we remember. <laughs> oh, my God. It. Yeah. When I realized there were 10 minutes of credits, I, I was like, OK, this is good. But there is a post-credit scene. Yes, because it said they were trying to set up a sequel where he, I guess, would have to go get his wife a gift because she says, "What did you? You went through all that to get him, and he didn't even get the toy, did he?" No, he. Well, he got the toy from the parade, but then Jake Lloyd gave, gave it. it to Sinbad on the way to prison. Right, which I don't get that either. Like he says, "You can have it. I have the real thing." Like, no, your dad's not actually fucking Turbo Man. I mean, he'll probably was, keep the costume. It was 10 minutes, but they should let him keep the costume because, like, they almost killed his, like, the parade almost killed his child because of their negligence. But, like, <laughs> your dad is not actually Turbo Man. Like, you can't play with him like you would play with an action figure. Yeah. And it was also weird when, how it was, it stuck in my head how, like, Arnold, when he said to Jake Lloyd, like, because uh, he's like, oh, I know your dad loves you. And Jake Lloyd goes, how do you know? And then he takes off the helmet and goes, because I'm him. I was very disappointed that he revealed himself to be Turbo Man. Because now Jamie's like, oh, Turbo Man's not like a real thing that I can. Right. Yeah, this isn't a real head. person. Or he's going to think. Now, see, here's the plus side of it. Now, anytime his dad is late for anything, he can just go, well, I was stopping Dementor from attacking the city. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't make it to your karate match. Here, you don't need karate anymore. I just like killed a bunch of people for you. <laughs> I got you. my turbo rang. So that's what. So this is kind of a basic idea of what we think. And um, so uh, to hear some more ideas and kind of answer some important questions, uh, we're going to go to a segment called uh, Talk to Your Kids. Teach your children well. Uh, how pleasant is this song? <laughs> It's not that loud, but that's okay. Um, Okay, stop singing. Eh, Great. So, a teacher, uh, talk to your kids. So, I'm on Common Sense Media, which uh, if you listen to our Leo the Lion episode, we talked about it a little bit. And it's basically a website where parents can go to get information about a movie and kind of get the lowdown, just plain and simple. Uh, And so, first of all, uh, they always ask the question, is it any good? And Common Sense Media says, if you don't have to watch Jingle All the Way, don't. (laughs) No, absolutely watch it. And it says at the very end, it's not fun to watch for anybody. But uh, 
my favorite part of of common sense media and what this segment is is it includes questions and discussion questions for your family after the movie is done and then oh nice yeah and so it i think these are very reasonable questions that we've been kind of poking at like is christmas really all about getting the toy how do they how do parents make time for their kids and show their love without gifts and like these are questions that we need to ask jamie because as a kid he's pretty damn unreasonable in this movie sometimes oh absolutely he just wants his toy he doesn't care what his dad's doing because like i understand being frustrated but also it's like if arnold is clearly he's working at this job all the time he's busy and he's He's gotta sell those mattresses he has so many number one favorite customers (laughs) and like he's not gonna have time to always do stuff and i think like jamie's a an older kid he's like eight or nine he should he definitely should understand that at this point yeah i i can see that um it does so like he did make it to some of the karate uh belt ceremonies which is good and so from what i've heard of karate these days is like the belt ceremonies are just a racket like it's like 250 dollars every time you get a new belt these jesus days. um and like they they shame you into getting the belt basically well because the kid wants it and, and so you're not gonna right. say no to the kid and because all of his friends do and then yeah so they and they do a big ceremony and everything like that so they, yeah it's, it's a bit of a racket what karate class they're doing nowadays um like back when my dad was doing it i don't i don't know i didn't pay for anything but like i don't think that it was an exorbitant amount of money every time you had to level up basically yeah it was maybe like a yoga Um, class or something like a maybe pay as you go or you just kind of have a flat right for like a level or two yeah if you're taking six classes you pay your two hundred dollars and whatever you get done in your six classes that's it um so yeah that that's so now it's like they've found a way to incorporate microtransactions into karate um but he did he did try to make it to some of them you can't always make it to everything you do have other responsibilities as an adult but i will say from jamie's point of view um at when I was a teenager, my dad started working a lot more and not being home as much. And like, you don't really notice it like in the moment, but like it kind of wears on you and you realize like there's something shitty going on, but you can't necessarily put your finger on it. So like I can, and as if I were even younger then like, I could see how that could turn into like anger and whininess. Mm -hmm. Like for me, it was just like, I don't really want to have anything to do with you because you're not around to have anything to do with me. Um, but as like a, as an eight year old, like you wouldn't know to think that way. You would just be like, he's my dad. I want him around. Where is he? And then you would freak out because he's not there. Yeah. So I, I get it. I get it. And, and also, uh, uh, common sense media is sure to point out that there is no positive message in this movie. It says Harold yells at his son and neglects him, but eventually redeems himself by dressing up like a superhero and, yeah, that's a bad and procuring the prize holiday gift. Jamie learns that the gift is less important than the love of his father, but only after parents and kids obsess over getting the gift. And not to mention, like, we don't know that, like, like he's going to go back to being a shitty dad after. Like, he's going to still work just as much. He's just going to get a mattress for Christmas next year. <laughs> with turbo man sheets though <laughs> what <laughs> um yeah there's there's no lesson learned uh i guess the lesson you could take away from it is don't uh try to fake people out with bombs you will go to prison yeah that's a that's a crazy like there's so much that you would need to explain to a kid like 
oh, this this man is clearly deranged. He sh- should not have a job as a post office worker. Well, at one point, he, he I think he brings that up. He's like, I'm a postal worker, so you know I know insane. Yeah, and I'm like, I guess that's a, yeah, that's something, I guess. <laughs> Good job, Sinbad. He was phoning this one in. I, I mean, did he ever do anything other than that in his kids' movies? I, that's legit. We I haven't watched Good Burger in years. I should I should get back oh, on that. Good Burger's a great rewatch. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I, I told you if you ever do a Space Jam episode, give me a call. Also, if you do a Good Burger, like I, I'd be down for it. It'll that. be the weirdest double feature in history. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, 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 Calvin, do you have any last thoughts on uh, Jingle All the Way before we go into rating it? Uh, check out Jingle All the Way to starring Larry the Cable Guy. Okay, do you know anything about this? Because no. I I didn't get a chance. Yeah, I didn't, I feel bad because I usually try to research uh, the sequels and stuff, but I really I saw that that existed. And that's about all that I had. Like I yeah. when I was looking for um through Netflix for the DVD of Jingle All the Way, Jingle All the Way Two also came up and saw that it was Larry the Cable Guy's face on it. That's all the information I have on it. It is okay. I just took a peek at it it's the same it's the same movie it's like a uh, a truck driver and a businessman try to find uh the toy but now it's so but now it's telling it as the truck driver i would assume later the cable guy's the truck driver so the, yep. the everyman is now the hero of the movie instead of the businessman so it's which finally from sinbad's perspective great and, and so it's like instead of a Teddy Ruxpin, it's the bear talking Harrison. Okay. That's, Interesting. That's a weird way to call it a thing. So I guess they haven't learned the name, the lesson about uh, names in the sequel. No, guess not. Uh, my other final thought would be uh, there are turbo men available for sale on eBay. So if anybody wants to buy me a last second a last minute christmas present um you know send me an email at a podcast about something at gmail.com or uh, hit me on twitter and uh you know just I'll, I'll give you a way to send me the money so i can buy that turbo man on ebay yeah there's some time still i mean you can go the record the uh, ralph breaks the internet route and just kind of not understand how money works and just kind of uh try to steal things in video games to pay for it you could also do that yeah either way you know if i get a turbo man on christmas i'll be happy so you guys want to send it to me I'd be, I'll be very thankful. So I'll learn, I'll learn the true lesson of Christmas. So now, uh, as long as you nearly die and so does your kid nearly die. I would not be okay with that. <laughs> okay. Now we know, now we know. And that's, we know that the line. On the record. That's the line. Um, so now, now we're going to go into rating. And because this is Mary Kid Flicks, we have a different rating system. So instead of uh, just numbers, uh, <laughs> The rating system, I wasn't prepared and uh, I'm going to give you the options from best to worst, okay? So okay. the best is ho, 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 followed by ho, ho, no, followed by ho, no, no, followed by no, 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 followed by the worst, a pile of Rudolph's shit. So from listening to your old episodes, I, I got the idea that it was a rating system of numbers, and so you're th- really throwing me a curveball yeah, here. So I guess you can uh, convert your number. I was going to give, well, yeah, so I was going to give it like a, uh, like a, 3.26 because i wanted to if we needed a round down i wanted it to round down to three not up to four because definitely no. not four because i really enjoyed it i thought i loved the insanity of it um because as we talked about on uh, when we did my show my favorite part of christmas movies is the eventual meltdown and this whole movie is kind of a meltdown between arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad um 
So I bet it kind of hit me in the sweet spot. But uh, so I guess that would be a ho no no end. Yeah, a ho no no. That respectful. I I'm going I'm going a little bit lower. I'm going no no no. Uh, okay, not a Rudolph shit. That's yeah, good. it's not a pile of Rudolph shit. Don't worry. But yeah, this movie like I'm sure. At a certain point, I can watch it, clips or watch it again and be like, oh, yeah, this is fun how crazy it is. But I was just like, I, it was la- I watched it last night. I was uh, tired. I was drinking a cup of tea. And I was just like, what? This is how I'm spending my night alone? It would be a tough watch at like at, at night when you're almost ready for bed. And you're like, really? Yeah. I can see and that. Again, uh, yeah. And like watching it alone is no fun and uh, manic, essentially. One of the perks of working from home is you can kind of fit movies like this in as you're working. So that was kind of what I did <laughs> as I was working and I had it on on my tablet. So um, it, it wasn't as like depressing for me to be like, this is how I'm actually spending right. my time. So I, I guess that's really all that we have uh, for today. So uh, Calvin, thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to uh, just talk a little bit about uh, more about your podcast, a podcast about something? Yes, uh, a podcast about something is just about that. It's a podcast about something, nothing, anything, everything. Uh, We cover all kinds of topics from uh, like weird paranormal stuff to Seinfeld to Harry Potter. Uh, I did an episode on uh, like sustainability and living an environmentally friendly lifestyle. So we're kind of all over the map talking about just different things that I find interesting, guests find interesting. Uh, we just did a very interesting episode with uh, this guy from Kid Flicks, uh, all about Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. Um, so check it out. Um, we're on all of your pod catchers, as they call them, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, CastBox, you know, whatever. Search a podcast about something. You'll find us. Um, we're on Twitter at APA something. And uh, like I said before, you can always email me a podcast about something at gmail.com. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And I had a lot of fun. I think uh, if you like this podcast uh, and just kind of the very hyper specific pop culture stuff, you'll definitely uh, enjoy a podcast about something. Uh, yeah, that's that's the crux of it is like I like taking a very specific look at pop culture things rather than like oh, I can just talk about I, I don't know I've lost my train of thought but <laughs> well, like, we've been talking to each I, other I, I for over two about, hours so it's understandable yeah. I could talk about Seinfeld as a whole but like I'd rather talk about like what went wrong in George Costanza's engagement was an episode we did <laughs> so like I'd, I'd much rather focus on like the very minute things in pop culture rather than talking about a movie or a tv series as a whole uh and as always you can find this podcast everywhere please rate and review us on itunes helps us out and you can follow us get at kidflix pod on twitter facebook instagram so yeah uh yeah thanks a lot uh again calvin and uh be sure to use the hashtag uh mary kidflix to talk about this week's episode and also to give us uh suggestions and just tell us about your favorite holiday movies so that is all for this week, we will hear you next week and go, go gadget and show.